Hi, this is Health Powered Productivity by RaiderCo. We're revitalizing productivity and banishing burnout through practical, tailored tools, healthy, sustainable habits, and coaching accountability. Declutter your mind, body, and life one habit at a time. I'm your productivity lead, Marcy Raider, with your next bite-sized nugget of knowledge. Multitasking, switch tasking, background tasking, or hypertasking. Which of these are you guilty of? If you're me, all of them. Do you work at a company that still uses multitasker as a quality that they want in an employee? As an ability to multitask. Yikes. Do you have a hard time focusing on one task at a time or feel constantly pulled in multiple directions? Yeah, who doesn't? Let's start with multitasking. Only 2% of people can multitask effectively, and chances are you aren't one of them. As people learn more about the decreased productivity contributed to multitasking, we can only hope it becomes more culturally unacceptable behavior. Multitasking can reduce productivity by up to 40%. Now, I'm not suggesting that you will never multitask. I'm human. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you are human too. But remember that if you're genuinely trying to learn something, you need to have 100% attention. I have several clients in human resources, and I tell them that if their job descriptions still require, quote unquote, multitasking skills, they basically say that their company doesn't know current research and is looking for someone who takes 30 to 40% longer to complete a task and doesn't prioritize effectively. That's what you want the job description to say, ability to prioritize. Background tasking. Not all types of tasking is bad and can sometimes even be beneficial. Background tasking can be efficient and can make time go faster when you need a distraction. Examples of background tasking are watching TV while exercising or listening to the radio while driving. Studies have shown that certain types of music can make people exercise harder, like heavy metal or music with a fast beat. Personally, I catch up on podcasts while I'm cooking, cleaning, and exercising. I also hoop dance, yes, with a hula hoop. I hoop while I'm reading my Kindle. Took some practice, but I've been doing it for years. Hypertasking. Hypertasking is when work multitasking gets carried over into your personal life. This could be working on a laptop while drinking coffee and also talking to a friend. I had a friend that I would meet for lunch once a month at a coffee shop and, you know, for probably two years. And we would hang out for a couple of hours. We'd talk, we'd eat, we'd drink coffee, and we'd work a little. We used it as a collaborative time to bounce ideas off each other and the standard office talkie talk that we didn't get from working remotely. Did we get more done than if we were at home? Of course not. It was more for social engagement than for work. And we could and did stop talking when the other person was looking at their computer. This is where shared workspaces can be challenging. You know, when we can't get fully focused and we're hypertasking, 
or switch tasking back and forth between subjects or conversations. Hypertasking can also be doing two things at the same time that are dangerous, like texting on the phone while driving, which is the equivalent of driving drunk, or looking at your phone while crossing the street. And the big one, switch tasking. Switch tasking or context switching or task switching is when you're juggling two tasks by refocusing attention back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and losing time and progress in the switch. Switch tasking is the biggest problem for most people. We're switch tasking more than we multitask because we can do it at such speed, we think. We are under the illusion we are doing things simultaneously, but in reality, we aren't. If it's something that involves the same part of the brain, like writing an email and talking on the phone, you can't do them simultaneously. The average person spends three minutes working on something before they switch task. Three minutes. Think about this. Have you ever been able to tell when someone you're talking to on the phone isn't quite 100% listening to you? Their tone changes, there's usually a pause before they respond. I've asked people if they want me to call them back after they're done reading their email, and that usually gets their attention. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration did a study, and 93% of drivers said they were above average drivers. 93%. I bet 93% of people would say they are excellent at listening to a phone conversation and reading email at the same time. We're not. The biggest switch tasking culprit is definitely email. So what I recommend is an Outlook work offline. You just go into your send receive settings, um, check the box work offline, and then that keeps the new emails from coming in, lets you process the emails that's in your inbox. They sit in your outbox until you click work offline again. It's like being on an airplane. In Gmail, you can use inbox pause. And that's um, part of the Boomerang app. And that will keep emails, you from seeing emails coming in until you unpause it or until you have a specific schedule that you have um, had inbox pause come into your emails or into your inbox. Like I have emails come into my inbox twice a day on a schedule. But this keeps me from getting distracted by new emails in my inbox. Switch tasking is absolutely the hardest habit to break. Start with one project or task at a time and fully focus. So close out your tabs and use a program like Freedom.2 to save yourself from yourself. What multitasking behavior, what switch tasking behavior will you choose first? <laughs>